Your bonuses are on the novels of Charles Dickens. In each case, name the novel in which the following locations appear. Firstly, the Blue Dragon Alehouse, Mrs. Todger's commercial boarding house, the packet ship The Screw, and the Eden Settlement. I don't know. Do you want to say David Copperfield? <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't know. David Copperfield. No, it's Martin Chuzzlewit. <laughs> Secondly, the Maypole Inn, the Boot Tavern, a locksmith shop called the Golden Key, and Newgate Prison. I mean, do you want to just hedge your bets and keep saying David Copperfield? That's <laughs> right. Because I, I honestly have no idea. I don't know. David Copperfield. No, that's Barnaby Rudge. No, it's me next time. <clears throat> I don't think this tactic's going to bear fruit. <laughs> and lastly, Bleeding Heart Yard, the Circumlocution Office, Venice, and the Marshalsea. Does anyone recognize any of them? No, I don't. So we will feel really silly if we don't say David Copperfield in it. It's not going to be. But I'll go for it. David Copperfield. No, it's little Dorrit. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I hope you can join us next time for another. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's, it's the one that they use to crown the king of, the king of Italy. Yes, I'm afraid that is a completely useless answer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's happened again, everybody. Hang on, everybody. My Spotify's not, my Spotify's not playing out. Okay, uh, don't panic. It's okay. This is happening every time now. I can't, I can't, I can't be professional. But people might be listening. Hang on, see if it's gone now. Is it gone yet? Oh, good God. Wait, that clip wasn't great either, was it? How are you, everybody? Welcome to Prof Professional Radio. I'm Ronnie Barber, live from the gated, wet community. Yeah, it's all wet today. It's that wet rain. I don't think it's going to be a good drying day. That's just my public service broadcasting for you. Just watching the highlights of the Paralympics. Oh, geez. Just amazing. Oh, by the way, Boris Johnson. Remember him? Um, blonde guy. Uh, I, th I think he's an actual blonde. Yeah. Um, he's not on holiday. He's just gone away with the kids. He's just gone away with the family. A spokesperson at number 10 said, no, no, it's not a holiday. He's just gone away with the kids. I don't know what is anymore. I don't. I welcome you just joined us. Uh, new listeners all the time. Thank you very much. And the podcast numbers on the way up. You can email me as well, ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Boris is not away. Johnson is not away on holiday. Afghan's been set. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Afghan. Oh, that's fine. Oh, today was a new razor day for me. I don't know if that's the extent of my exciting life I lead. Yeah, it's a new uh, shaving day for me today. And uh, it's scary. It's, it's the most excitement I get in my life now is uh, opening up a new razor and going for it. Because I have very soft skin. Remember a, a producer saying that to me once? You've got lovely skin for a man. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, cool. I do have very soft skin. My, my hands are soft. I've never done a day's work in my life. Oh, actually, I did. I was a labourer on a building site for two and a half weeks, got fired in the third week. I was doing uh, dancing on the scaffolding, which is apparently for health and safety. Oh, Al's out and about in Northampton today, out in the wilds of Northampton. Oh, you get Bernie Keith then, Al. So, I uh, love to talk about today. Absolute tons to talk about today. Uh, we could talk about. Uh, oh, the big one for me is Kanye West. Uh, he's a rapper, everybody. You know, I like my rappers. Uh, I, I love all my rappers the Stormzy, the Dizzy, uh, the. Um, the other rappers, anyway, I love them. The good news is that Kanye West, he he was married to the, one of the Kardashians. Who are they? Exactly. This chair's creaking again. I've oiled it and everything. Um, Kanye West has dropped his new album. Now, uh, this is you for you youngsters. Uh, the, these days, they, they don't release an album. They drop it. All right? They drop it. Or it lands. You land an album, you drop an album. All right, so uh, you just you think, well, I'll get down there uh, for the release. Remember that? I never queued for anything like that in my life. No, um, but, you know, but now, Kanye's new album has... Now, I'm not going to go through some of the titles. 
but let me tell you just who some of the people that are on the album. All right, let me just go through it with you. On the new Kanye West, it's called Donda. It's named after his mum. Uh, on the, uh, uh, we'll feature Da Baby, Marlon Manson, I think I know them, Kim Kardashian West, right? What? Oh, no, that was people who came along. All right, so who who's in it then? Oh, right, that, I thought I was going to be featuring then. Who's going to be featuring? Oh, no, that's just people. He went to a listening party. He, he had a listening party and everybody turned up and he played the, you had to sit while he played 27 tracks, two hours of music of his site. So I didn't get the invite, but I'm so excited. So uh, just to let you know, it's public service broadcasting I want to do for you today to make sure you all know uh, what's going on in the world. All right, it's just a, so get out there. Just go down to um, the local Woolworths uh, or your HMV or anything, and just say, "Can I have the new?" Just walk up and say, "Can I have the new Kanye West album, Donda?" Twenty-seven tracks, over two hours. That's your music for you there. Whose birthday is it today in the rock world? Oh, Bruce Foxton uh, from the uh, Jam. He's sixty-six today. Cool. <laughs> 07849453587 You don't get this in Donda Help me Donda Help, help me Donda Radio UK. Ronnie Barber's fully formed right here, live from my face uh, to your ears. What doesn't sound like a very attractive proposition, that does it? Don't I see it? No. Um, right, here's the top news today. Anybody who suffers with high cholesterol, me, well, I don't really suffer with it. I don't, there's no, there's no pain involved with it. But I, I have a high cholesterol. I'm Scottish, it's what we, uh, well, we, uh, we export cholesterol. Yeah, we do. Uh, we export it. Um, and I'm on uh, Lipostat. I think it's Lipostat. Uh, it's a statin. Uh, the reason uh, a lot of people talk about there, there are side effects uh, to statins. Yes, there are. You know, they, we can't be de denied that. Some people, uh, effects of stomach. My mother-in-law, went. one of them went for her stomach. Uh, but uh, statins are good because they are a preventative for strokes as well. All right. So it's, that's why I take them. 
I want to live a wee bit longer. I don't know how much longer, if I'm honest. I don't know. Um, what, what would I don't know? I'm 64 now. Yeah, 75. I thought 70 would be a good age to go, but apparently uh, we're living longer. So I don't want to miss out on anything that's happening. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to miss out on the end of the world. I want to be there when Armageddon goes. Okay, and Hugh Edwards is reporting from Armageddon. Oh, yucky da! Here we are. It's Armageddon. Oh, let's get the weather first. Uh, cholesterol jabs to save thousands of the world's first. This is brilliant. Uh, you know how I really uh, I love scientists and the things they do while the rest of us are kind of trying to come up with something decent to do with our lives. They're they're coming up with great stuff. Hundreds of thousands of NHS patients are to receive game changer injections. It's a game changer, everybody. Hallelujah. Nurses and GP surgeries will administer twice yearly jabs of uh, inclericin. 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 It hasn't even got a capital letter. Inclericin. Oh, inclericin. That's it. Inclericin. Inclericin. Hey, Clizzeran. Hey, Clizzeran. I don't think that's how they pitched it to the medical authorities. Hey, Clizzeran. Uh, to over 300,000 people over the next three years after approval by the medical watchdog, it's the first pro, uh, health pro, uh, first program of its kind in the world. Isn't this great? Oh, by the way, you can text me 07849453587 if you want to get joining the conversation. Yeah, joining the conversation. It's just not, it's not all about me. Mainly it is. Health officials estimate that the drug could prevent 55,000 heart attacks and strokes over 10 years. That's fantastic numbers. Under the deal between the NHS England and the Swiss manufacturer Novartis, 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 yeah, Novartis, uh, the scheme will begin with, I thought that was an, a rash you got in your groin. What's that in your groin? Novartis, is it? Oh, wow. Well. You need a cream. Who will give you the cream Novartis? You put Novartis cream on your Novartis. Yeah, that's how it works. The scheme will begin within a month. I'll probably get a text. I'll probably be one of the first ones because I'm a major minor celebrity. They'll say, let's get all the celebrities done. Uh, like Barber. Yeah, get him. I might even be a test case. They might even write up about me in The Lancet. Can you imagine me in The Lancet? They talk about me and they, they talk about the whole thing about me being... You know, and how it affects my broadcasting career. That's probably what they'll do. They'll get, yeah, I'll probably get a grant to, they'll, you know, they'll get a grant to study my body and my links. How, do my links sound any better now that I've got this in Clisiran from Novartis? Novartis. Heart disease is still one of the major conditions. Yes, it is. Uh, killer conditions, so it's fantastic. We now have such an effective and convenient treatment for those living with dangerously high cholesterol levels. People with a high cholesterol have too much of the fatty substance in their blood. Levels of LDL. The LDL, kids, is the bad stuff. You don't want the LDL. Oh, no. You don't want the... No, you want the other one, which is the good stuff. Levels of LDL are bad cholesterol of 2.6 millimetres OL or above are considered high. Anyone who with cholesterol reasons above that market who had a heart attack or stroke would be eligible for this. So I've not had that, but my cholesterol, at one stage, my cholesterol was about eight or nine. Yeah, eight or nine. And I was playing squash and everything. I was just, um, so I had to go, I'm on a low fat and I'm on the statins and they work. And I take the um, uh, Benacol as well. Uh, yeah, the last time I had my blood, uh, blood taken, uh, they said, well, they, you know, they, they like to do it because they like to show off. They, they, they asked me along. It's just the nurses like to take my blood. Just because of it. Yeah. Get the DJ's blood. Yeah, uh, it, you'll be eligible if you've had a heart attack. So it will also be offered to people with mixed dizzy lipidemia. Dizzy lipidemia. Is that Dizzy Rascal's bigger sister? Dizzy lipidemia. Meaning they have abnormally high levels of fat in their blood. Right, great stuff. So I uh, wait out to hear uh, whether you get it. Uh, what's all right? Here's the sad news. I've got some sad news for you. Geronimo's gone. Geronimo is no more. Geronimo, the alpaca. Remember we were covering this story last week and maybe the week before. Ger Geronimo, the alpaca, was pulled 
uh, from his pen and killed yesterday after police forced her way into the owner's farm. About 20 officers helped a team of vets catch the condemned male alpaca and force him into the horse box. When police arrived, Helen McDonald, she's got a farm, walked away from her farm to avoid prosecution for refusing to help her catch the uh, eight, eight-year-old stud animal. Oh, it was a stud animal as well. Uh, the Department for Environment, DEFRA, uh, ordered the Geronimo be put down after he twice tested positive for bovine tuberculosis. McDonald, a um, veteran nurse, believed the tests were returning false positives, uh, but had been refused permission to use a different type of test. They're going to have to do some kind of... Well, they'll do an alpaca ostomy or some kind of... Yeah, they'll have to do some autopsy on it. And here, the other thing is the two other animals who were killed... Um, because they had the TB, had had TB. It turns out they didn't have it when they did the autopsy. Defra said Geronimo was euthanized by staff from the Animal Plant Health Health Agency. I didn't know we had a Animal Plant Health Agency called AFA, EPHA, as a necessary measure to control the spread of BTB. It said a post-mortem examination would be conducted by veterinary pathologists from AFA. And that would be followed by bacterial culture of selected tissue samples, which could take up to three months. Goodbye. Goodbye, uh, oh, Geronimo. You had a good run. Well, that was a problem. You probably didn't run enough. Uh, what else have we got for you today? <clears throat> oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about the new iPhone as well. And these idiots that go to the... the you know, I went to the uh, Reading Festival. I took my tent with me. But all these uh, young people have gone there to get the tent up, and it turns out they didn't take the tents away with them. What kind of people do that? Pick up your tents, you bams! That was today's thought for the day. Pick up your tents, you bams! She moves like she don't care. Smooth as silk, cool as air. Ooh, it makes you wanna cry. Doesn't know your name And your heart beats like a subway train Ooh, it makes you wanna die Ooh, don't you wanna take a
to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Welcome everybody, it's Vague Radio for a Wednesday morning. Yeah, I've seen that Wednesday, because you always get that, don't you, when you do your uh, your bank holidays. Yeah, I did nothing on bank, I just lay on the couch all day. It was brilliant, it was brilliant, my heart never went, I think I did like three steps the whole day. Uh, right, thank you for it, uh, you can text me, email me, email me, ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Uh, uh, yeah, I was looking forward, to, he's in the... Uh, He's in right in the middle of uh, Northamptonshire, so he's going to get to hear uh, the magnificent Bernie Keith uh, today. He'll get to hear him. That's good. He's looking forward to that. That's nice. Support your local, well, as much as you can. That's all I can say. Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday about joining the radio station. Um, no money in it. No money. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I don't want to work for anybody because nobody tells me off here. I don't have to worry about, you know, trying to meet deadlines or anything. I'd just do my thing and if you don't like it, you switch off. It's as simple as that. I don't have a boss coming down and why are you saying that? Don't say that, please. That's the way they speak to you, bosses do. Um, terror charge. This is one that kind of grabbed my oomph today. Yeah, and there's nothing worse, is it? A Nazi sympathiser, right, uh, had, who had guides to make bombs was sentenced to read classic novels instead of being sent to prison. Ben John, 21, and White, uh, was ordered by a judge to learn the works of Jane Austen, Shakespeare, Thomas Hardy and Dickens. The criminology student got a two-year suspended sentence and will be tested on the book in four months' time. At Leicester Kirk Crown Court, he was convicted of possessing information likely, uh, to, uh, yeah, likely to be useful for preparing an act of terror. The defendant from Lincoln also downloaded right-wing papers before a flat raid in uh, Jan January 2020. Uh, uh, Judge Timothy Spencer says, I will test you, and if you think you are a bull if I think you're bullshitting me, you will suffer. What we do make him, uh, what, what else could you make him read? Oh, uh, uh, the Hobbit thing, that Hobbit things. True punishments. Um, there's another one for you. Um, this is from the Times Day. Women are, concerned, are considered more attractive when they speak clearly. Ladies, speak clearly if you want a man. If you'd like a man, you must speak clearly. Don't mumble to a man. <clears throat> uh, yeah, because while men could get away with mumbling, maybe there's something on the telly. Wasn't there something on the telly about somebody, a uh, TV show that people were struggling to hear because it was all mumbly bits? Wasn't there something about that? Anyway... A research, yeah, people look into this stuff for your benefit. So you should say thank you to the scientists. They're checking out to see what kind of voices turn you on, baby. The research looked at how the clarity of articulation influences how attractive a voice sounds. If it found that speaking slowly with well-formed vowels sounded more appealing, but only if person talking was female. I'd sometimes heard vocal coach, coaches advising people to focus, focus on really moving their mouth. You know those people when you see uh, to songs of praise, you know when the choir's out there and you see them going, Immortal, invisible. Like they've got stuff stuck to the top of your mouth. Now, don't try this at home. My mum used to go out for a walk with toffees in her pocket and there was a horse up the road and she used to um, give the to uh, chocolate or the the um, toffees to horses to see them chewing them because it's hard for them to chew toffees. Don't do it, it was cruel. I told her that. I think I might have reported to the RASPCA. I'd sometimes heard vocal coaches advising people to focus on 
really moving their mouth and tongue a lot while speaking with the belief that clearly enunciated speech, as opposed to mumbling, produces more pleasurable impression on listeners. Dr. Daniel Stair, who led the study. Yes, he led the study, yes. I'm doing a study, yes. What are you doing a study on? Speaking, yes, speaking. And how people can speak clearer and get laid. Yes, I hope they can get laid or speaking clearly. For roughly half the population, it's good advice. Slowing down and articulating. Slow, honey, I get that all the time. You're talking too fast. I'm not talking too fast. You're listening too slow. That's the problem. Slowing down and articulating each sound as precisely as possible improve your vocal attractiveness, though our current data suggests that the results will reap more benefits if you're female than male. So the ladies like a bit of, hello there, mm. I'm Ronnie. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. What are you saying? Stair from the University of California, Irvin, recorded 42 people. It's extensive then. It's a big survey. It's a big survey. 21 uh, female and 20, uh, 21 male. Uh, speaking short words and full sentences. A computer then assessed how clearly each spoke. The participants were played to 124 new participants, or were, the recordings were played to 124 new participants, who judged how attractive the voices sounded. A result showed that talkers who produced speech with higher acoustic clarity were a lot less, are more likely to be judged to sound more attractive and get laid on a regular... That's not the true. But this is only true of female talkers. So, ladies, if you'd like a man in your life... If you really like to find somebody who rocks your boat, you've got to speak clearly. Man, you can just carry on mumbling. Uh, oh, partly the weather's going to get worse in September. Is that anything of interest? Uh, call for warning on Netflix shows. We're getting a lot of warnings. I watched it at Everdale last night. Not a cow in sight, by the way. Um, but they've always got a barn to hide something in Emmerdale. But watch Emmerdale, and they're still doing the three metres, uh, the two metre di distance thing, so nobody gets to kiss in Emmerdale now. There's no hugging or kissing. Um, but I watched it last night, and before they said, some of the scenes in this you might find distressing. And it was actually an, a, an, a very serious topic about postnatal depression. And you think, how many warnings do we have to give now? What's the deal with, uh, you know, give as many warnings as you possibly can so that you don't get too excited and get upset and do the wrong thing. But they always uh, they always say that uh, help and support is available. Talking of health and support, great link, can you put that into the Radio 2 demo? Yeah, when Jeremy Vine goes on holiday. Yeah, when he does it. So you can call me now, Jeremy Vine. Jeremy, call me now, call me now. Call me now, call me now. I'm Jeremy Vine, call me now. I wonder how much he's earning at the moment. He's doing the Channel 5 programme. I don't think that'll be massive bucks. No, what do they want? Uh, but Radio 2 will be paying them a shed load of money. Kim Jong-un news coming in, everybody. Kim Jong-un was all smiles at his latest appearance in front of an adoring crowd, perhaps buoyed by his new trimmer look. Yeah, he's got a new trimmer look. The North Korean despot... <laughs> this is the star. <laughs> the North Korean despot. Not the leader, the despot stepped out on TV, state TV, walking in front of hundreds of cheering students, with some of their tears in their eyes seeing their leader. As he waved and smiled during Youth Day celebrations in Pyongyang, 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 it was clear that Kim had uh, hitting the gym with his neck and chin noticeably thinner. I don't know where he's just got a bigger shirt. You know, you, well, you do, don't you? If you want to look a wee bit, you know, get the bigger shirt on. The 37-year-old dress in a spotless pristine white jacket had trimmed down significantly with a large gap between his collar and neck. Yeah, he's got a shirt that's too big for him. That's his dad's shirt. Is his dad alive? Kim Jong-un. No, his dad's dead, isn't he? Yeah. His buttoned-up jacket also hung comfortably off his figure with no tight, snug-fitting style that he used more used to. Rumours are rife that the North Korean dictator, or dictator now, despot dictator, what will be the next one? Desperado. Rumours are rife that the North Korean dictator may have had a gastric band fitted to reduce the amount of food he consumed. Can you imagine coming in to do an operation on, on Kim Jong-un? Can you imagine that for a second? With the guards standing with guns to your head going, you get this wrong and you're, you're gone. 
The state recently issued a new order via officials declaring any gossip about is changing size as a reactionary act. An insider source told Radio Free Asia that this has had stopped North Koreans gossip about Kim's weight. He's estimated to have lost as much as 44 pounds, 20 kilograms, brackets, so far this year. The source said the Neighbourhood Watch unit also said the sudden weight loss... What? The, the Neighbourhood Watch unit? We've got one of them. Also said the sudden weight loss is not due to health room, but rather he's suffering in solitude for the sake of the country and people in crisis. Oh, good man. Thank goodness somebody's suffering in silence for the good of the country. With how you know, well over half the people and probably more in poverty. Oh, well, that's good. Well, if he's doing that and it's the worry that's oh, it's worry. It's the worry. Oh, bless him. It's the worry that's caused that. Who's birthday today? Uh oh, but that's a Barry Gibbs birthday today. Uh he is 75. <laughs> Let's have some disco, everybody. Come on, let's go, baby. Surveys just come out about um, people naming their cars. Which is just... You, know, you just wonder where they get their stuff from and how, how big the survey is. Uh, uh, Bestie is the favourite name for a car. Bestie, as in George Bestie. Is that what we're talking about? Because um, it says here, Bestie, George and the Beast. Oh, mind you, we had a... We, actually, we had a, a Peugeot 209, 309, 307... Anyway, we called it the Beast because when it started up, it just sounded like a beast. I loved that car. It, yeah, it was just reliable. Bestie, George and Beast are the most popular names for people's cars. Four in ten drivers name their motors with Bessie, Betty, Bertha, Bertie, Boris, Lucy. Imagine calling your, call, your car Boris. You know your car's called Boris when... 
It's a joke to be done. Uh, can anybody give me a punchline? Let me, you know, you can't. Uh, and 60% of drivers are taxed to uh, their, their car. Found a, found your red car, a new online auto marketplace. All right, so naming your cars. These, these come out every now and then, don't they, these ones? All right, what's on the, uh, what's on the uh, Steins today? Is there anything on the Steins? Oh, I see people are getting up in arms. That, that people are talking about uh, Halloween already. Yes, Halloween. I think there's Christmas stuff in the... Yeah, I think it's Christmas. People need that. I don't mind. You, you want to, if you want to do that, if you want to celebrate Christmas, I think go and do it. Google Maps for graves to help find ancestors. <clears throat> if you see what looks like a member of the Ghostbusters team, who are you going to call? Uh, in your local churchyard with futuristic electronic backpack, with, do not be alarmed. Surveyors with laser scanners are visiting each of the churches, England's. Church of England's 19,000 graveyard. Wow, 19,000 graveyards. Their plan is to map and photograph the millions of headstones, graves and memorials. The project will create a vast free database described as the Google Maps for Graves. Mm -hmm. What would they call that app? Dead easy. <clears throat> to help those trying to find where their ancestors were buried, it was also expected to take pressure off vicars, struggling to deal with hundreds of queries uh, from amateur genealogists all over the world are trying to trace their English roots. When they're, oh, say, well, I'm Viking, I don't have to worry, I'm a Viking. Uh, yeah, I'm a Viking, did you not know? Yeah, I'm a Viking. Scanning will start in Cumbria with, uh, within days, now that the money has been secured for a national scheme. Among the first churchyards to be surveyed will be at St Oswald in Grasmere, William Wordsworth's resting place. The scanning, the scanning kits cost more than £100,000 each and are fitted with five cameras, two laser scanners and a GPS tracker. That's what you want. I could do with the one. Well, you know, you go for a pint and even though you know where you are, it's quite nice to have those, you know, something like a scanner that take you home. So yeah, if you want to try to... Yeah, you can... Uh, Get an app called the Dead Easy. Uh, what's on, uh, what's anybody um, talking about? Anything in the new the letters to the Times? Um, Jane Janey says here, Sir Deep Sagar regards a small right pocket on a pair of jeans as redundant. I disagree. It's the perfect size for the price of a copy of Times in the Times and your comms. That's right. Those wee pockets. That's quite a good wee phone in. It's like the extra button you get on your shirts. You know, at the bottom, you get one for the tab down to one and then you get an extra button. I've never... So, yeah, that wee pocket you get in your jeans, that's lovely. Uh, the BBC licence fee. Uh, sir, the licence fee debate, BBC plea to raise licence fee rejected by ministers, raised the question of the unnecessary high pay of some of the commentators and presenters. Too true. What do we want? Less money for presenters. A lot of them have taken a pay cut. Come on. Oops. Another runner. I haven't seen that runner for a while. Just put a bit of beef on, though. Probably had the... Oh, you know what I'm having today? Oh, yeah, I just remembered. I'm having a scotch pie today. My son went to Morrison's. And he came back. He says, I've got a wee surprise for you. I said, what is it? He says, open it. And it was a scotch pie. Two scotch pies. So I'm going to have that for my dinner today. And then we're going to have leftover macaroni and cheese for lunch. Oh, boys. See, I, I don't have I don't have big I don't have many big riders. You know when they talk about uh, stars like me, uh, I don't have many big riders like that. I just you know just give me something uh, just give me something nice. You know, just like a Scotch pie, slightly overhead. Um, oh, so oh, text is coming. Oh, seven eight four nine four five three five eight seven. Okay, um, pinch and punch for the first of the month. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is uh oh yes, it's uh, Taylor. I called my car BOS bag of shit. <laughs> Sorry about the language, everybody. I'll have to make that an explicit. I have to say that this podcast is now explicit. Oh, and pinch and punch, first day of the month, no return. That I heard somebody say that on Star Radio this morning. I thought, oh, come on, I've never done that. We never did that in Scotland. We just punched. It didn't matter what day of the year it was. We just you just got a punch and a pinch. Was it? That was the thing, you know, maybe I was ahead, but just to make the day go a wee bit quicker, a wee visit down to the hospital. Um, 
Yeah, uh, this letter, uh, BBC licence fee. Uh, the question, uh, the BBC remit to ed educate and inform should surely extend to giving talented youngsters the chance to replace the old stages. Uh-oh, I should have read this a bit further. Uh-oh, replace the old stages. Oh, gosh. Younger viewers might turn back to the BBC and increase its audience figures. The younger viewers don't watch TV. They're too busy on the Netflix and their WhatsApps and their uh, whatever. Happy Wednesday here. Oh, is that you, Carol? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, oh, apparently I've been, I've got to consider myself punched. Yeah. Glasgow kiss, mate. That's what they should be doing. Uh, right, yeah, because I'm hearing I've more presenters been taken off here. Uh, because, um, you know, it is, it's a difficult thing, isn't it? It's a difficult way. You know, we've got to bring on young talent. There's no doubt about that. I don't, I've never, in fact, I've liked working, I like working with new young talent. But um, I just get the feeling at the moment, especially in BBC local radio, they're reducing the number of people my age. And it may be that local radio is for, they're trying to get a younger audience, which is fine. But I should be listening to local radio now, but I don't. BBC, I don't listen to it because there's nothing about the content. You know, I like the, some of the presenters, but there's nothing in it for me. Where, where am I supposed to listen to? Craters open up as climate change melts Russia's permafrost. That's worrying now, isn't it? Permafrost is the only thing I remember from my, my, my uh, what's his name? Uh, from my uh, uh, lessons. Oh, no, that, that and plate technology, take not, plate technology, plate tectonic, plate tectonics. That's when the plates of the earth all move and crash. And that's when you get, um, uh, you get volcanoes. Houses are cracking in towns built on thawing land. The land is thawing in Russia because of climate change. Alligator kills man wading in the hurricane floodwaters. Gratish when you think you've survived a, a hurricane and you go in and you try to get your stuff together and you get attacked by a alligator. A Louisiana resident who survived uh, Hurricane Ida was attacked and presumably killed by an alligator that seized him as he waded through floodwaters surrounding So, I'd find that a bit weird when you go out in the morning and you've got a chance you're going to run into an alligator. You never see alligators at the side of the road in America. French beekeepers stung by honey harvest calamity. Oh, this is, oh, I'll, I'll do this. Marine Le Pen, uh, uh, she's the uh, the far right uh, candidate in uh, um, what's his name in France. Uh, she was uh, she discovered uh, some Nazi books on her bookshelf. Well, there's a cliffhanger. Come back later, and I'll talk about Nazi books on your bookshelf. Things not to have in the background while you do a zoom. Big Radio UK.
I'm just waiting to see if the guy that's coming to service my gas fire is going to come. Or we're disputing uh, the fee. They sent me the invoice already, but they haven't been. But I uh, I signed up for the thing uh, when uh, and, uh, when they made an offer. They said, you know, you can have a, a service, a gas fire service, for 65 quid, inclusive of everything. And then he had to cancel because of COVID. And now he sent me the invoice through, and it's 95 quid, the normal price. So I've sent him an email, which is quite unusual for me. I'm not confrontational in that sense. And I sent him an email saying, hang on, I thought we agreed 65. He hasn't got back to me. I have this horrible thing. I think it's a Scottish thing where I don't want to make enemies, right? I don't deliberately want to make enemies because in Scotland, you know, you're supposed to make, you know, you know, you want people to think the best of you. Uh, right, any, anyway, in case you didn't know, Marine Le Pen is the leader of the far-right national rally has suffered a setback in her quest for respectability. Her dad, her dad was a Le, Le Pen, remember Le Pen? Uh, being pictured in front of a book by Hitler's propaganda chief, Le Pen, 53, yes, yeah, he's 53, Le Pen, pretended to play the drums for a photograph to accompany the article in Le Point magazine on her plans to win the presidency next year. Hey, she's not far off it. She's not far off it. Apparently unaware that a volume of Joseph Goebbels' diaries, Goebbels or Goebbels? It was on the... He's, he's a Nazi. A, pretty, a bloody bad Nazi as well. Can you get with her all, all the Nazis? Yeah, the problem with most of them. Are. It was on the bookshelf behind her. There was also a copy of The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, A History of Nazi Germany by William L. Shirer. An American journalist, the French version of the book published in 1960, has Hitler's face on the spine, uh, viewed in what is being viewed as a public relations disaster. Vote for me! I'm a, I am. I read a lot of Nazi stuff. Oh, I'm not a Nazi. No, no, I'm just, I'm just interested in that time. That's one of my favourite periods in history. Since taking over the leadership of the party from her father, Jean-Marie, oh, Jean-Marie Le Pen, yes, a decade ago, Le Pen has struggled to distance herself from racist and anti-Semitic language. She has. She's, had to, she's struggled to do that. When the books were spotted online, critics claimed she was still surrounded by the successors of the far-right politicians who collaborated with the Nazis. The left-wing daily, uh, Liberation, Liberation. Oh, that's great. Even, you know, even the, you know, the left-wing, Liberation. Bon amour, Liberation. Yeah, mamma mia. That's Italian. Said the photograph had been taken in a home of a lawyer near Trinity Sur where Le Pen spent her summer holiday. The lawyer, a friend of Lewin, told the newspaper he had books because he was interested. She had the books because she's interested in history. <laughs> uh, Jan Barth. A TV presenter said the photograph showed that Le Pen's quest to bury the party's reputation for amateurism was failing. The photograph is like a PR stunt front. Yeah, she's pictured in front of drums. And on the bookshelves behind her. So there's a message for you. Make sure you remove all your Nazi books from the bookshelves. Uh, you know, this show is a big fan of the yoga. I like my downward dog on a regular basis. I do the downward dog. I'm a big fan of it. I like to get the downward dog out. Cults use yoga to twist minds, the French are told. Yoga and meditation are used to draw people into sex while they risk losing their savings, families and jobs, a government agency has warned. Enthusiasts are lured to classes with false promises only to face exorbitant costs and eventual isolation from their networks, according to the French agency set up to combat the influence of sect, sect movements. Concern grew after a 44-year-old Parisian wife died last month in a retreat that offered water fasting. Water fasting. <clears throat> Guests were expected to consume nothing but water for up to 42 days. How, how do people get into that? How do people get into that whole thing of... Uh, why, why would they go... It's water. You, get, you, need, you need everything. You need your proteins and everything. An investigation is underway to determine whether the woman's death was linked to fasting. Inspectors have seen cases in which family lost contact with their fam other family, family members and the wider society after taking up yoga and meditation. Right, that's me. I'm going to stop doing the yoga because I do not want any of that malarkey. I do not want to fast on water. 
What a fast to get out of here. Anything else? Or... We're nearly at the end, everybody. Here is this. Daisy for a couple hours today, which is nice. We might go to the park, or we might try to find the ice cream van. There's usually one at the down at the Maltings, but uh, when the weather's not great, they're not there. Uh, but I want—I better not say any more. His dad usually listens to this, so our dad, or her dad, usually listens to this. So I better not. But anyway, we might go to the park. Um, well, it's good when you get the grandkids because you find out—you uh, go to places to find the good parks. Yeah, the, the ones that are kind of uh, get a wee bit of adventure, you know, a bit of rock climbing, maybe even... Uh, I like those, uh, the pulley things, you know, when they do the pulley and you go, oh, that's great, I love that. And sometimes Daisy gets on it as well. Yeah, I, I, well, it's for me. I'm a pensioner. Of, well, I'm not a, pen, I'm not a pensioner yet. Uh, here's some recommendations for you for uh, things you might want to listen to today. Times Radio, have they got anything? Uh, uh. No. Oh, Radio 4, I've got a great programme today at 11 o'clock. It's Radio 4 Extra. All right, it's Radio 4 Extra. I don't know how you get Radio 4 Extra. It's digital only. Ever fancied yourself as a songwriter? Yes. In this three-part programme from last year, John Wilson presents a masterclass on how to write the perfect song. He spoke to some of the country's top songwriters from Paul McCartney, 
Paul Weller, Sinead O'Connor. She's a great songwriter. Would she be? Elvis Costello. Paul Weller. Yeah, Elvis Costello. McCartney reveals how a cord borrowed from a Picasso painting became the basis of the collaboration with Kanye West. Oh, boys, I've done the full circle then. Has he collaborated? He's collaborated with Kanye West. Mall of Kintyre, the sea coming in from the Mall of Kintyre. I like to see coos in the Mall of Kintyre with haggis on the hills and the Mall of Kintyre. And talks candle about his partnership with John Lennon. Suzanne Vega and Emily Sandy tried to play the songs he wrote as children. That's lovely. That's good. That's on 11 o'clock today on, on your, uh, your extra. It's on the extra thing. Well, that's a great idea. I might listen to that then. Mind you, Daisy did not into the radio yet. So anyway, I, I've got to go because I've got Daisy and I've got to do this. This becomes a podcast later on. Everybody, don't forget, you can email Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk if you want to get in touch, you want to complain about the show, or you want to make suggestions about the show, and I'll, I'll listen to them, and they completely go on. You have a lovely day, wear a mask. Keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars. Running through this life, darling, like I feel the snow. Is the tracer glass? Next week.